to not be blindsided by the curveballs and the naysayers and the, I mean, like in the last couple of weeks, like think of all of the obstacles that just keep coming my way, right? Yeah. Like, so exploring, just being open to explore innovative ways to adapt and to thrive. This episode is proudly brought to you by Mapper Forwards Workshop. It's time to become a coffee consultant. Learn how to diversify your revenue streams and create freedom from your day job while saying goodbye to that alarm clock forever by becoming a consultant within the coffee industry or directly to consumers who have shifted towards home brewing and home roasting. Protect your income from challenging times in the coffee value chain by taking this course today. Go to mapperforward.coffee forward slash workshops or click the link in the show notes for details. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward Friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and this is episode five, unfortunately, of a five-part series. This series is coming to an end in this episode. And the reason I say unfortunately is because this is a lot of the discussion with you, Abby, about the success of what the internship was and, you know, really high points for Monarch Coffee Farms, but also we're exploring some of the challenges um, of what the next two years is going to hold for Monarch Coffee Farms and for coffee producers in the Kona region, as well as coffee producers and the supply chain at large. And it's been a delicious conversation. We have hit none of our targets of of keeping this uh, these episodes within like a 15 minute time frame. So well done to us. But <laughs> in this episode, we're going to deep dive into the volatility of 2024. Now, I recently had a conversation with somebody who was quite high ranking in the pecking order of specialty coffee, who thought that it was quite strange that I thought that the next two years was going to be volatile. And that really surprised me when they said to me that they were shocked that I thought it was going to be volatile. You being where you are in the supply chain, where do you see the volatility lies for you as a business owner? What can you see? Like labor. <laughs> right. I mean, it's talking about labor, 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 right? Right. And I feel like those of us who are passionate about coffee that are committed to our communities, right? Committed to our part of the industry, right? Like I mm -hmm. don't have only a little part of the supply chain. I have all of the supply chain. You're a closed loop system. I am a closed loop system, right? And so I think that all of these challenges and uncertainties that you're talking about or implying other people are talking about, we're hearing it, right? Like I am not a doom and gloom kind of gal, no. right? I am not the glass, always half full, um, even if there's a drop. Yep. Right? Um, but I think it is going to prompt us. I hope that it's going to prompt. It's prompting me to have like a revelation of how I do business, who mm. I do business with, Right. And I hope that though I, I'm going to speak for myself, right, can muster up the resilience, the adaptability that it's going to take, 
Um, and like a serious, I mean, this is something that you and I've been talking a lot about, which is really what our partnership is about is really staying as close and is deeply committed to my core values as possible. Right. And that's what it is that you do with Monarch Coffee, right? Right. (laughs) Pick apart the numbers, we poke holes, we make fun, we cry, we laugh, we do all the things. And it's blossomed into this wonderful friendship as well, Mm -hmm. right? But ultimately, it's how do we stay committed to what our like deepest core values are, right? And anymore, we can't just rely on, oh gosh, we provide fair compensation to our employees. (laughs) We can't just... It's not a selling point anymore. (laughs) It's not. Enhance our works conditions, right? I mean, you should see our break room. It is a... Actually, you have seen our break room. It is already million-dollar view. Incredible. Incredible. Pacific Ocean. You turn around behind you and you can see the breathtaking slopes of Hululai, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Top-notch coffee breaks. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. It's not enough anymore, right? That stuff is not going to target the group of new learners, right? It's not going to target a group of new passionate coffee professionals, if we want to so call it, right? With college debt, right? With college debt. They've got college debt. They're looking down the barrel of a future where they're being told that they don't know if the planet's going to blow apart or if the planet's going to melt into oblivion or if it's going to heat up into oblivion. They're They're looking down the barrel of imminent civil war in the US and that's what they're being told by everybody. On top of that, they're looking at um, fiat currency that they don't know if it's going to collapse or not. They don't know if we're going to have a world war. Like there's all of this stuff that the next generation is really nervous about. They're also complacent. They're (laughs) willing to live on rice and beans. They're like, it's about quality of life, right? It's not about how much is in their bank account. And I really feel like if we can focus on like what I did for the internship, I looked at hiring people, not the paper. Yeah. Right. We had people from Spain that had all of this like incredible, incredible coffee knowledge and abilities. Um, right. And I feel like if we said hire people rather than paper, right, we will be able to attract and retain. That, I think, is the key, right? Like, their retention is horrible. People that are passionate about the longevity of the coffee industry. I really, like, I see that. But not pretending, right? There's a lot of people who pretend, and I I need to say something on that. A lot of the volatility, not just in the workforce, but in business ownership, is going to come from stamina. Yeah, for sure. Like so what momentum and cat, this is a triathlon. This is the, I, I mean, we've talked about this. Yeah. This is the Ironman championship races, right? Yeah. That we're training for, right? And that kind of stamina is going to be like for 
coffee production Hawaii is going to be critical, right? Like I really oh, feel. Yeah. And business ownership right? in general in the supply chain. Because if you're, when we're looking for interns, a big um, deciding factor of that was who's passionate about coffee, who's passionate about themselves, but who has the stamina to stay in an internship for six months and not just get excited about picking coffee for three weeks and then say, no, screw it. I I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. You know, the part that I thought was going to be the the speed bump was when Thanksgiving came around and they didn't get to spend it with their family or right. Christmas, right? Because that's the the reality of it was, is that's what it turned out to be. And so. Um, stamina is big. Stamina mm-hmm. is a really big thing. And it's the most underestimated part of owning a business and being an employee that actually gets valued at a business. Yeah. And I think that that's going to contribute significantly to the volatility of this year and next year is people's stamina is going to get tested as pressure comes from the cost of living crisis, the supply chain crisis, logistics crisis here in the Red Sea, um, you know, on land as, you know, there's this thing that's called just-in-time stock control. Have you heard of uh, just-in-time? So just-in-time is where... Uh, let's say you as a uh, as a business owner, you only hold enough stock on hand, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. you can it's readily readily available, and your supply chain activates so that it is arriving just as you're using what's needed. So your shelf space is only empty for a fraction of a second, but it's never got stock sitting on it. Yeah, right. And what they're yeah, finding is, you no. And the reason, so that what the pandemic showed was that anybody that had invested, and huge corporations have invested in just-in-time ordering, but if you are somebody who did rely on just-on-time, your supply chain is broken now and you can't service your customers. So what does that mean? You have to shift your inventory strategy so that you now have inventory sitting on your shelves for longer. Your cost of delivering your product to market just got more expensive. This is just one element of what's contributing to the price of goods going up. And supply chain is going to get more strained as geopolitics becomes a bigger problem, as wars become a thing in this year and next year, as shipping becomes more expensive, as shipping companies have to spend more money on insurance because as most of their traffic comes through the Red Sea, like we we have a huge amount of traffic that goes through the Red Sea, they are now rerouting. So the cost of rerouting gets more expensive. If they decide to go through the Red Sea, they have to change their insurance, which I don't know how many times that increases the cost of getting it's, it's an astronomical amount to get it through because their insurance that's covering them is wartime insurance. All of this is going to put more strain on you getting the cardboard boxes that you need to mail your coffee from Hawaii to the mainland. Yeah, it's and- such a trickle-down effect, right? And so yeah. we're not all embracing fiscal responsibility or no. fiscal sustainability. Right. Like that, when I think about sustainability, 
Like it's not anymore making sure that I have butterflies and bumblebees and <laughs> diversifying fruit trees. We left them back in the pan- pandemic. <laughs> right? Like how can we embrace that, right? Um, while fostering like direct, like this is, these are direct relationships that I'm mm. building. Um, connecting with our customers, like our guests that come to Hawaii, right? Like how do we do all of that, right? Like all of that trickle down mm. affects us really from being able to provide extraordinary farm experiences to our, to the guests that come to Hawaii, right? Our online sales, how do we like focus on like our educational initiatives that we have for Monarch? Like that's part of our vision and our mission, right? Ah, right. It just keeps going, right? And so, but I feel like by prioritizing all of those things, that is going to be my buffer against volatility, right? For myself, right? Like they're smart business strategies that are rudimentary. Like I think about back in the very beginning of Nugget Market, like that's what you did. Um, Nugget Market, by the way, is something else. Um, (laughs) The previous family business. The previous family business. (laughs) Right. Yes. So like if we can ensure the long-term viability of coffee production, right? Like if I can handle that, like Sal and Jorge can work really hard at that part continue to keep our trees healthy and get us is like the best soil possible, which we totally did this year. Mm-hmm. Um, or they Shout did. Shout out to South uh, and Jorge. Yeah, and Jorge. Um, right. Then we have a little bit more like of a, like, I feel like our network is more supportive, right? Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. And then it's going to be able to withstand the economic fluctuation that I think everybody's talking about, right? And I really feel like I am working with my team to really use 2024 as a platform to, I mean, I just feel like it's like this, we keep talking about momentum, right? Like I'm gearing up. um, Like I want to use this as a springboard to strengthen like our commitment to our values and um, to not be blindsided by the curveballs and the naysayers and the, I mean, like in the last couple of weeks, like think of all of the obstacles that just keep coming my way. Right. Yeah. Like, so exploring, just being open to explore innovative ways to adapt and to thrive. Right. Like, we were innovative by creating that internship program. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sure I'm not the only person who's ever thought about it. I mean, there's a farm down the road that has a farm stay program, right? Where it's, but you're trading work hours for housing or mm. something like that, right? So if I can ex- be open to innovation and as ways to adapt and thrive and find ways for that, that adaption creates more revenue, like, coffee picnics, Mother's Day teas, what kind of experiences can we continue to create? It's really about being proactive, right? Staying connected to who we are, what our mission, like I keep coming back to that every single time. And if we can just lead with a vision that is 
that goes beyond coffee today. Like it has to, our vision has to be, I just got goosebumps. Yeah. I say, right. Like lead with the idea. That coffee is going to make it to tomorrow. Yeah. And, and it's going to make it to Joshua's generation and the next generation. Right. And while it might not be what it looks like today, it doesn't look like what it, I mean, let's go back 20 years ago. Yeah, it doesn't look the same. It doesn't look the same. And so that's it. I'm going to lead with a vision that's going to take this beyond coffee. I just like, that's my stake to claim. I just not realized. Yeah. I should have written that down. It's fine. It, luckily, it's recorded and the whole coffee industry is going to listen to it. <laughs> uh, you know, and so maybe that's going to attract somebody who is looking for that life and that well, has the same core value and mission. And uh, luckily, I have a really great team mm. and currently labor is not my issue. Right. And talent right. is going to be... That one of the superpowers that you guys move forward with, talent and a clear vision. And you've cultivated grit as a team that enables you to have flow. You identify the obstacles that show up before they show up. You get them out of the way. You continue to flow. And now that you've cultivated those skills and the grit required to do that, you can focus on momentum. What a wonderful place to end this series. This has been fantastic. Thank you, Abby, for showing us um, with some insight into what happened with the internship, what 2023 was like and what you anticipate for the next year. This is really valuable information for people who are building a business to know that they're not the only ones that are ex experiencing um, some ambivalence around 2024. Uh, even though they come with some confidence, um, you know, it is going to be an interesting and challenging year. So thank sure. you for that. Don't thank forget to for head to, sorry, go ahead. Thank you for inviting me. Ah, it's my pleasure. Don't forget folks to head to the show notes so that if you do want to apply for the internship, you can. And Abby, would you do us the great honor of signing off our series for us? <laughs> of course. Peace, love, and peanut butter, everybody. <laughs> Have an amazing rest of your day, everyone. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed this episode, friends. Please don't forget to show us some love by subscribing, liking, commenting, and most of all, sharing this podcast with your friends. Check the show notes for links, including our sponsors and our Patreon. And stay tuned for more great conversations on the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward. I really